I give so I'm feeling lucky Cruising down the riverside West side of Kentucky Ooh, I'm feeling lucky I'm feeling Welcome back to the Jack and Zach Talk Cat Show Season 3, Episode 5. Here's a cool thing for you. Season 3 there. That's three years in a row we've been doing this. That's three years in a row since we've been doing this. We come at you after a victory over Florida. Wow. And, and you know what? To add to that, the first time that happened, we came back the night of the win. Because we were so dang hyped, and now it just feels like well, that's that should be a win no matter what. So we're not, we're not going to rush the podcast. Here we are three days later, but it still feels awesome. Well, that's crazy. I didn't even know that. I, I had no idea. I, we we kind of just talked about it, you know, how busy each one of us were before we jumped on the pod, and um, that's another thing. Like my concept of time, mm-hmm. I can't believe that there have been three games played since we started. That's, and I think that one we got on was the one where we blocked the field goal and Trevin Wallace ran it back for a touchdown. That's and I think it was the first time since the 1950s that we beat them three times in a row. Yeah, that's insane. My parents were not even born then. Yeah, no, mine. mine That's crazy. It's just crazy. That's wild. Before we get deeper into that, let me just hit you with a few headlines today. Kentucky sports betting off to a strong start. Indiana-Kentucky basketball series set to resume in 2025. Hate it. What? Hate it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yes, Kentucky football can beat Georgia, and there's no time like the present. And finally, Josh Allen ends Toy Story football fun day with his third sack. Man. The little Toy Story thing, so you and and the backyard chef himself both kind of talked about it, and I was having trouble envisioning exactly what it was going to be like. But it was uh-huh. cool, and I don't know if they regularly watch, you know, football or not, but uh, my buddy Ethan's kids, his, his sons, they uh-huh. enjoyed it. He put it on for them, and they, they, they really enjoyed it, so... Um, I know in Hopkinsville, we it's been reported as of recent, you know, as of late that maybe the participation in youth sports is kind of down. So, I oh, dang. think anything to kind of spark an interest in sports is a good thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, uh, I love me some NFL Sunday and so much my wife tore she gets a little annoyed with how much i got the tv on <laughs> and and this was an early game because it was in london and she's like you're already turning on so on why would they why would the kids want to watch this anyway and i'm like i'm like babe this is gonna be toy story characters doing this thing and she's like oh well let's check it out you know for the kids and they they were enjoying it for a little bit and then we did get kind of she's kind of like eventually like okay we're not gonna watch tv from 8 30 to to 7 30 tonight we're not going to watch nfl football so let's turn it off i said i tell you what if i can see josh allen do something cool i'll I'll turn it off and not even a, a minute later dude gets a sack on as a freaking cartoon character i thought it was so cool and then he got three in that game it's dope he is a stud man matt jones said on the radio last week that if he could have any player like any uk football player to play on a team that it would be Josh Allen. He was like, I just keep him coming back year after year. Yeah, he, he's, he's still doing it big. Yeah. Like it, three sacks in the in a in the game right there. And 
That's awesome. I'm not saying that he doesn't have all the the, the skills and and the uh, you know the other attributes that make you a great football player, but athletically he is a freak of nature. Uh-huh. He, I remember watching him bend. You know when he would rush the passer, watching watching him bend up under that tackle coming around the outside. I, just. I don't know what he's going to end up being. Obviously, nobody does. But if he stays healthy, dude, he's he may be one of the greatest ever by the time it's all over. Yeah, I, I hope so. And luckily, he had knock on wood, he has stayed healthy since he got in the league. So, yeah. I, and, and a little little cool fact here: uh, he was also featured early on in that. Uh, I'd have no idea what they were calling that uh, Toy Story Football Fun Day. I guess he was like. They had him on there, like a little interview thing. Asked him who his, I don't know if it was who his favorite Toy Story character was or who it, who he thinks would make a good football player. And he said the alien would make a good linebacker because it has uh, so many eyes it can see where to where to get them. And that's basically how he plays, I guess. Oh, he's got a bunch of eyes, huh? Yeah, I mean he's he's out there getting them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh. I don't, I don't know a whole lot to talk about basketball, but that's a pretty big deal thing right there. Setting that up again, you said hate it, uh, so elaborate there. What you hate about it? Well, I, you know, I I feel like we're giving them a gift. Oh yeah. Want me just to be honest about it? My first reaction was, why in God's name would we give the Indiana Hoosiers the opportunity to play against us? with some regularity and even us going to assembly hall. I don't understand it. I don't know why, you know, it's, they're almost, they, to me with how far they fall and where their program is now, they're so much the little brother. It's almost like if we would be approached by Murray state or Western to play a home and home. No, dang man. That's what, that's a shot at them. <laughs> what, what, what do we have to gain from beating them? Like, okay, so let me just set it up like this. If if we bring them to Rupp Arena, anything less than a loss obviously is a disappointment. There's no scenario where, we, even if we go there, where we lose to them and it's like, well, you know, y'all were the underdog. No. No, the scenario will not exist. So yeah. we don't, we have very little to gain and much to lose, and they have much to gain and very little to lose. So I do not understand. I, I just don't get it. it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Now, they they were down pretty bad there for a few years, but I will say that Coach Mike Woodson there, he's I think he's getting them back on the right track. Not that I want him to be on the right track or anything, but I – they they had a pretty good year last year, so I mean they it'll be fun, I think. Well, and we actually don't go back to Assembly Hall until twenty twenty eight. And and even even if you're even if he stays and they become relevant again, so to speak. Well, that's not really good for us either. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, okay, if if we do it, like, who was the team? Notre Dame where we set up this series and it was like, oh, well, we'll set Notre Dame up and they've got a good fan base, so they'll bring people, but we'll probably still beat them. 
and then they beat us two out of three times. Like, no, that you, I, I'm all for this whole great looking schedule, like strength of schedule. But I, I'll be honest, man. I most of the good teams that we see, even if they don't become great teams for Kentucky anyway. I feel like they have some warm-up games, man, and just that – that I mean, look at football this year. Like, you, you've kind of eased yourself in. If you had played Florida the first or second game of the year, do you beat them like that? I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I just I, – I, I feel like Indiana, it just annoys me. I, I worked in Evansville for a summer. I don't like it. I don't like it. And <laughs> – while I'm on my little rant, which I won't go on for too long because I know we're keeping it short, but I, I don't really care for that new football schedule. I mean, I, it's got its perks, but at the same time, man, I don't know. There's some games we're going to miss in there that we're used to playing, and that's going to kind of suck. You think it's going to get tougher? Well, I mean, it could be I, – I, honestly, we're still playing Vandy, South Carolina, and maybe even Missouri. I can't remember. I'd, I'd have to look at it. But, you know, I mean, we are playing Texas, and uh, I think we we play Ole Miss. So, I mean, yeah, it'll, it'll still be a tough schedule, and we'll play eight SEC games instead of seven. But I'm just – I don't know. I'm on, I'm on a little rant here I, with no purpose, so. Well, that's fine. I always have I, not to. This might be a whole long, longer conversation. Not sure if we want to go there, but I always have wished, and that Kentucky football had one more decent team on the schedule. Well, it it, and I know I know we're in the SEC, so it, but that factors it. But still, I think uh, you know I think really Willis, it comes down to. Do you want to keep Louisville, yes or no? And then also, do you want to – how many of those quote-unquote win, like gimme games do you want? Because we do always want to stay bowl eligible because the the super important part about that and the reason it was this big hurdle to jump or, you know, cross and continue to do is because you get so many more extra practices after the regular season ends. And that's crucial for, you know, building your team and really for kind of developing people that are going to be in roles the next year. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I it is better, like, if you're a season ticket holder, even, even if you just want to, like, travel and go to cool places, it is going to be a more fun schedule, I think. Like, there's just going to be, for lack of a better term, shit going everywhere. Don't you think? But, I don't know. So, are we still going to have like the three gimme games though that we're talking about? I, I don't. I don't know. Okay, I think we're talking about two different things here. I oh my! Cause, did I go off on something? Uh, uh, did I miss you there? Well, you you were talking about ne- the new the next year's schedule still kind of how it's changing, but I, and I was just talking about how I our first three gimme games of the year. I wish one of those wasn't. As gimme as they are, well, and they may, and, and you did you did say something there about the Louisville one, which they have covered on KSR before too. But I th- no, I think you're going to get your wish though. Oh, you do? 
Yeah, but well, as in another SPC school or well, that's what I'm saying. I think that next year is the first year that we'll move from a seven game SEC schedule to an eight game SEC. Oh, okay. Hmm. And so, like right now, let me think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this. There are six teams in each division for 12 teams total. So you'd play your five divisionals. That's five games. And then you play two from the other division. Our one we always play is Mississippi State. And then a year like this year, we're playing Alabama. So those are your seven SEC games. But next, mm-hmm. you'll have like South Carolina, Vandy, Texas. Uh, I don't know. I, I, maybe I've got it somewhere. But so it, it, it's going to be something different. It's going to be interesting. But it's it may be arguably tougher too. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. At home, you have Auburn, Georgia, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt. So, not great, but at least you still got Vandy and South Carolina. And then away, you've got. Uh, Florida, Ole Miss, Tennessee, and Texas. Oh, dang. This, so this schedule is already set, huh? This is on UK Athletics 2024 SEC opponents. So the, uh, the I'm going to go out on a limb here because I haven't seen uh, – the schedule for next year may exist freely. I think it does. I think we go to Texas. Might be. We do. I, I, I can – I'm looking at the SEC portion. I don't oh, – Okay. I don't know if a full schedule exists, but it may. It may. I have no idea. Um, but the SEC's already worked out their their schedule. As far as opponents, now I don't know that they that uh, these don't have any dates. These are just home. yeah. All the SEC ones do not have dates. Actually, I'm I don't know if this is accurate. I'm looking at another place called footballschedules.com and they've already got the date set for our other four teams we play. Okay, so let's So here's here's what I don't like. We got Louisville Cardinals on there. Yeah, I want that. But then we got the Akron Zips, the Ohio Bobcats, and the Murray State Racers. I just wish one of those could be one more decent team. Yeah, and and I know like because on KSR they talk about well, not every all the other schools kind of do this too, and they play one good team and and ours is Louisville, and yeah, I guess that's true. But then I was I was looking at Missouri's schedule, and they've already played Kansas State and Memphis this year. Those are I mean some decent schools that are usually decent in football too. So it's just I don't know. So some some teams are doing it, but I, I don't. That's just where my head was at for a minute there. But. Well, I mean, it, 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 I think it's better. Like, I think you're what you're almost saying is, is you're, you're going to have a better schedule. Yeah. You know, not necessarily harder, but it, it'd be better games. And I do agree that, like, there are some games in a season ticket package where it's like, okay, I don't really care about going to this thing. Yeah. You'll have less of that in this model. I, I do think that. But huh, where am I messing up? Because if we've got 12 games in a schedule, 
Maybe there are seven teams in a division. I think that may be right. But then we're still playing the same amount of SEC games. And everything I said would be null and void about moving, <laughs> moving from seven to eight. Maybe it's still going to be eight. Well, it is going to be eight. You might as well just go ahead and cut that. No, we're not cutting it. <laughs> Put it on. We'll, we'll t- hey, we'll just move on, though. We can touch base on next year's schedule next year. <laughs> what a what an epic fail! Yes, yeah. So it would it would potentially, I guess, be nine SEC games is what they were talking about. Okay, but and maybe that's not next year. Then maybe that's the year after that because it looks like it's still just eight next year. Yeah, twenty twenty four. We pretty much got that schedule ironed out. Either SEC opponents anyway. Man, that I might have to look into going to that Texas game. Big. Texas fan. I do like Texas because my, my mother-in-law was a graduate of the university there, but it would just be cool to go to that stadium, man. And Because it, it, it's going to be a long time again before they do with with the, how the new SEC schedule is going to be going. Now, why, why would you say that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I thought that this new thing meant that we played each other like we would play Texas every other year, so Every doesn't that mean every four years we would go to every opponent's? Well, yeah, that's quite that's a lot of years. I mean, that's true, I guess. But at the same time, relatively speaking, what we've what we've been dealing with in this system is let me think about this. Would it be like fourteen years before you'd go to like somebody like Old Miss? Lord, I don't know. I know it was a fat minute since the last time we went. We're at Ole Miss I think, when when we went last year. I think it's something in this system because keep in mind, I do know we only play Mississippi State is our constant in the West, and then we play another team in the West every year. And so, if there's seven teams, and you do home and away with each one, it would. I mean, that's. You're talking about a decade plus. Yeah. I do think it'll be like cut in half or better on this in this system. But to go ahead and knock out Texas next year, that'd be cool. Sign me up. Let's go. I'd love to go. And I know you've been trying to get me on going to this Louisville game this year, but me personally, I'd really go to an SEC opponent's field just because I, I would like to knock all those off the bucket list sometime, like just going to each – SEC field. You know, I, I, I'll just shoot you straight, man. It's less about the field and all that to me. Um, I, I want to see the hate and the the how crushed they are. <laughs> they have had this uh, prodigal son come home, and uh, they have these all these wins stacked up. And they've got us who we've just been beating them and kicking them while they're down and then pointing and laughing at them like they're, you know, beneath us, which obviously they are. Um, Mm -hmm. And you take all that and then we still come in there and beat them. I I feel like I got to be there for that. Also, it's late in the year and 
I, I want to do the big tuna tailgate uh, in, in in enemy territory. Okay, be really cool. And uh, the last thing is is I ha- I have never been there, and yeah. and it is closer, obviously, than me going to Lexington. So I save a little time. The trip is a little close. It's not as close as Vandy, but it you know you shave an hour off your Lexington trip. Yeah. So anyway, just okay. Well, hey, I I'll have to check the schedule and the timing and the and the life happenings. But we it, we may have a Jack and Zach talk at show episode from Louisville this year, guys. And that'd be awesome. And it it, it is the Saturday after Thanksgiving. But the positive to that is, you know, you're with your family really that whole holiday. And, yeah. And so, you know, I, my our plan is to get somebody to watch Molly Kate. And um, I didn't realize that was Thanksgiving weekend. That might, yeah. that might change things in my favor. Yeah. Um, you know, every, you, depending on who you are, it's tough on the holidays. But for us, it actually kind of frees us up a little bit sometimes. Yeah. And um, with it being cold outside, I don't know. I like that. And we can build a fire out there in the parking lot. I've got a little portable fire pit and stuff. And Hell yeah. So, and Craig and Liz are coming, and I'm trying to get my brother-in-law to come. So, Heck yeah. Well, hey, since we're still on the football, let's just tackle that before we get into the any fun sports bets talking, if you want to do that. But... We can look back on this Florida win a little more if you want to, or we can get straight to Georgia. I, me, personally, it's it's what a wild time it is. Uh, back to how we started this podcast, three years in a row to beat them. And it, it doesn't feel like it should be any other way. I went I went into that game nervous, but then, like we talked about last week, but at the same time, I was like, I I think we can easily win this one. I, and and they, they looked worse than Vandy. I'll be honest, I was not that confident. You know, I had my doubts. I didn't know much about Florida. Yeah. Um, I knew that it was a day game. You know, you never really know. I mean, I just a lot of question marks. But uh, I think they've made a couple of changes, too, that have kind of made a, a, a significant impact. And one of them is switching the right guard in the center. You know, I was kind of on Eli Cox last year. I felt like he was better at guard. and And he was playing good at guard this year. But Jagger just he you know center's a tough position, man. It's tough because you're thinking about a lot of things, and you're there. There's a lot of movements going on. You know, you're hiking a ball between your legs at a specific time. You've got somebody potentially lined up right over top of you, or you're playing off of a linebacker. It's it's a tough position to play. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, we looked good, man. I mean, I like yeah. Florida kind of looked worse than Vandy, but at the same time, uh, I know they've got some good athletes. So, yeah. And I mean, man, do we got an athlete and that boy, Ray Davis, man. I, I, God, I can't believe him. <laughs> he snapped. I mean, I, I would have never in my life said that he was going to run for what was it 280 yards or whatever 280 yards rushing three touchdowns rushing one touchdown receiving oh it was four touchdowns but he had a receiving touchdown so yeah right 
It's wild. And man, that, that's awesome. Uh, and like, I, I still don't know what we got in Leary. <laughs> you know, hope I don't know. Um, or but, the receiver. What about those receivers, man? Just dropping the ball. Yeah. And do you see? Do you see him? Are you caught up on KSR? Uh, no, I'm like on last Thursday or Friday. I mean, and maybe I just saw this from Matt Jones' Twitter, but like he he said something about Kentucky is number one in drop passes, or or like no, Leary was number one in having his passes dropped or something, which is the same thing I just said, I guess. But I I do not doubt it at all. I've never, well. I'm not gonna say never. Dorian Baker dropped a bunch of passes too, although he caught an important one against Eastern Kentucky when we were on Bourbon Street in New Orleans. Nice. You remember that? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> probably. Anyway, yeah, it's it's a tough scene, and and it's a tough scene mainly because like those are three with Tavion Robinson, Dane Key, and Barry Brown. Those are three super talented guys. Yeah. And, like, it ain't Leary either. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's throwing the same balls. And I don't expect you to catch every one. That's not what I'm saying at all. But, like, now you've done made a habit out of dropping them. Yep. Instead of the other way around. You make a habit out of catching them and you drop one every now and again. I'll I'll never say a word. (laughs) But when, when you're dropping more than you're catching, well... That's thank. I mean, and thank God Ray Davis did what he did because what mm-hmm. we have done without him. Exactly, and thank God for the O line too, as he said, because man, that that was big, big help in what he did as well. And that's just so cool with with that being our struggle last year to, yep. to be what it is now. Yep. That that unit's really struggled ever since John Schlarman's guys kind of started to graduate and move on and uh i don't know there's some promise there but they they're that's a veteran group too man there's lots of i think there's at least three or when kenneth horsey is is well i believe that there are four seniors and a sophomore that start on that line so you're talking about next year that's slightly concerning well, okay. Well, let's talk about this year then. As you just said, veteran group. Um, and as one of the headlines said there, uh, no time like the present as far as it goes in, in the potential to beat Georgia. Now, this is a big, big thing we're talking here. Uh, this is a this is a win. It's not a win. This is a loss that you and I both picked. Uh, right now, we're 5-0 and with the Cats in our picks. Uh, but we picked the L with the upcoming game, <laughs> and I kind of regret it. Uh, uh- Go, huh? I knew you were going to do it. Well, I'm just like, also, I've heard on KSR recently that this, and, and it's been obvious too with, with the games that Georgia's already played, this is not the same Georgia that we're used to. And a big reason of that is they are not a veteran team. They lost the majority, I'm talking like nine or 11 of their starters on defense last year. They lost in the first three rounds of the draft. So, like, it's, we we got a veteran team coming in to these folks. They haven't – now, they may come in and just be ready to knock the hell out of us, but they they are not the Georgia we're used to. SEC is not what it was. Like, it, yeah. there's no time like the president is the big dog. I, I'm, I'm 
I'm excited. I'm not saying go bet Kentucky to win, but hey, maybe take him on the points. Yeah, no, I I think everything you said has some legs under it. I I don't know. I I think you're right. I think that they're probably not as good. And I think we're I think we're as much a, like to our standard. We're as close to it probably as anybody because like Alabama's definitely under their standard. Yeah, I mean it's just it's not even close, really, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there's some other teams too. I don't know. It's just I only look ignorant if I try to name them off. But um, Georgia, man, it's the thing is they're just so. I know they've got the athletes, even if they've got a bunch of young guys. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I did. I did say that they lost nine of or whatever their starters last year to the pros. These guys that they got now are probably gonna be there next year or the year after. Sure. Yeah, and and they will be good. Uh, I don't know. Be interesting to see. I haven't bet anything on it yet because I have absolutely no idea. I've looked at it a couple times. Kentucky, an interesting bet I saw was uh, Kentucky touchdowns, and it was at one and a half. And well, I, I may bet the over on that one. I was about to say I'd like to think that we'd score two touchdowns at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and ha- they they don't even have like Stetson Bennett old asses out there anymore either. They got a young guy there too, I believe. Or, or I don't know if he's a transfer guy. I don't know. But some, look at our our defense could come out there and get a pick six. On yep, them. yep. Our I mean, what's his name had two in a game. So yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know. I think Georgia they had Georgia touchdowns at like three and a half. I bet the over on that one too. I don't know, man. Probably so. But <laughs> the thing is, is it's a Saturday night game at their place. Uh huh. And KSR last week was talking about something where Georgia's had like basically none of those games. They yeah. rarely get a home night game. I wonder why that is. I don't know. They're maybe they're just so good they're going to draw in a lesser time slot. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I I can't remember the specifics of what they said on there about that, but it, it was it was interesting. But they're still good, man. I mean, oh yeah, it's even if they're not what they've been, what they were was elite. You know. Yep. I not, the, honestly, the game I'm glad I hadn't sold my tickets for is the Alabama game because I kind of like to go to that. Yeah, and that's been another one we picked the L on, but it could easily be the year to do it. Yeah, but, you know, you look at it, and more than likely, even if we hate to say it, more than likely Georgia will win this week. And if they do that, the Cats will be 5-1, and one, but we'll still be 6-0 and oh on our picks. Yeah, that's true. And I think what you want to happen. No. Get as close as possible. So I'd like to give you a round of applause because in the past, you'll pull 12 and 0 out. That ain't nothing to you. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done 12 and 0. But oh, I, did do, I did do just one loss once. I think you did. <laughs> well, you might be right, but I don't know, man. I think you've picked all the wins before. I I have definitely not picked them to go twelve and zero, but I did pick some ignorant ones once. 
Yeah. All right. So, what's your final say here then on Kentucky, Georgia? What do you mean? Well, before we move on to if you want to dabble into any sport, we're probably almost done with the podcast here. Before we talk a little bit about Kentucky finally having sports betting, uh, just what are your what are your final take on what you believe this Kentucky Georgia game will be? I think that we will get beat. Okay. I mean, do final I score, bud? Do I think that we'll play well? Yeah, I mean, relatively speaking, I do. Okay. I just think they're a little better, man. I mean, I mean they they are. They're number they're number one in the in the in the AP poll. So that's and it, and, there's a reason they are that. <laughs> and and it's at their house. It's at night. That's just that's a tough scene, man. Yeah, I, I agree completely. And this is probably always the loss that I pick, even though you say I went twelve and zero once, and I still picked a loss this year. And I still believe it possibly will be a loss, but I would pick Kentucky. Right now, the line is at uh, 14 and a half. <laughs> and you, if you want to bet Kentucky on the line, uh, to, on the spread there, you better go ahead and do it because it's going to keep getting lower, possibly. I don't know. Maybe not. Um, yeah, but I, even though I expect Georgia to win. In a way, I feel like this is – it's truly – this is the year that it could happen. I do feel like that. I've I've never felt better about that, except for that one year that it was raining hard there. We, we did – we cut – we had them pretty close. Hell, we had them close at, at Kroger Field last year, didn't we? We played them close the first quarter, maybe the first half. Uh, but then they got up, and they were up two or three touchdowns, but – they didn't embarrass us, you know. We I didn't. Yeah, we I didn't played, think they did. We played with them. Yeah, we we gonna we gonna play with them again this year, man. And just don't be surprised if it's a W. Now the one will say our defense is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you gonna do? What's the over under on that game? Over under what? Oh God, son! Over under on points. Look at us. <laughs> do you? Do you mean like the total number of points? There? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to find – I was trying to find that this entire time we've been like talking 45 about 45 probably or something like that. Mm, sure. Well, this is good. Well, I would like to know. It's uh, 47 and a half right now. Okay. Well, it, what are you thinking? You thinking it, over there? 49, I think. I think huh? – I think I saw it originally at forty nine, so it's they've already dropped it a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I've been taking the under in a lot of stuff lately. As far as Kentucky or just anything you've been betting with since it's gone live? Anything I've been betting with, basically. Huh. That's good. I bet a little bit of baseball today. Oh nice. I know nothing about baseball, so I would never even mess with it. Oh man, it's fun. Last night, let me tell you this. I had a, one of my betting apps. I had a free $25 live bet that was going to expire if I didn't bet it on anything live. And this, I noticed this at like 10 o'clock last night. All I had was a hockey game to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I picked, a, I don't even remember what freaking team it was, but I picked them to win uh, as the game was going and I got it right. So awesome. I, 
did have that. Man, I like the live betting. It's cool. And uh, so, like on the baseball stuff, I've been betting over and un- over under scores, and I like that too, man. This is I've never really gambled before in my whole life, so this is kind of new to me. But uh, you know, just gambling small amounts, a dollar, five dollars, whatever. Yeah. And um, or like they do runs, first inning runs. I won one. Um, on under a run and a half. They scored a run, but they did not score a second one, so I won that one today. Hell yeah. Lost a few, too, obviously. You know, if I was just winning them like that, I could. Heck yeah, man. I do, since we're on the sports betting here, I would like to apologize to our listeners um, that we didn't talk more about it last week before it went live because – there was promos that people could have got that we could have told them about, and they didn't do. Even myself, I I I can't remember last week if we recorded. Did it go live last Thursday or Friday? Thursday, I think. Okay, yeah, you and I recorded Wednesday night, not long before. Idiot midnight, huh? Idiots. Yeah, I I I didn't even know about the DraftKings. Sorry, I did not know about their. Uh, the the Lions Packers game, I didn't know that was a free gimme fifty there, so I missed out on that. So we could have told people about that and all the other ones that were upcoming. And we apologize, folks. Thanks. Just leaving money on the table. Don't do it. <clears throat> yeah, don't do it. It's right. And and Jack, I, I still have not gotten a free hundred dollar bet on Dual King. I mean, uh, Dual King, what the? <laughs> uh, a fan duel, but. <laughs> Put DraftKings and Duel and FanDuel together. The old Duel King. <laughs> I've not gotten the FanDuel free hundred Batman for referring you. Have you not signed up yet? Uh, I, I, I haven't really touched it. Good grief. There's just free promos there out there, folks. Jack, I'm talking to you and anybody. If you got my number, call text me, call me. I'll send you a link and get you a free some free bats on FanDuel. And you can still get them on on DraftKings too, like don't don't. I'm not saying get on this these apps and spend a hundred dollars, but get on them and and use some free bets. Let me tell you something right now. I'm not going to say the amount I won, but I've, I had a free fifty dollar bet on FanDuel, and I turned it into a pretty good payday, a pretty good withdrawal. Let me say that. And it was more than I have ever had in my drivings to Tennessee and Illinois in the past few years I have been betting. So I'm, things are going good so far in Kentucky for me with sports betting. Wow, that's impressive. I've only, like I said, been doing some small stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, te- I mean, technically, since it's gone live, I've, I've only done s- small stuff as well, but a free bet. Is what I'm referring to on the on the winnings I had recently, but there's so many free bets out there, guys. Go get them. Don't don't just let don't leave money on the table. I'm gonna say it again. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. He says. All right. You got any any sports betting tips for folks? No, I don't. I'm I'm serious. I'm still feeling it out. Yeah. Well, fill it out with some free bets, man. Use that link I sent you, all right? (laughs) Okay. 
you know, I'll do it right when we get off here. Oh, okay. I'm looking forward to getting that free $100 bet from FanDuel if you do this. Always bet you. No, this is about us. You get the free bet, and I get the free bet. You, you're going to get like three free bets if you do what I asked you to do, and I'm going to get the one. So if anybody else is interested, holler at your boy. That's going to be a podcast for the day. Go Cats. Go Cats. What you talking about, Lacazette?